All right, so I'm going to get started here. Um, my name is Shane Tobin. I'm with the Echo Nest, and uh, I'm here today to talk about uh, Music Hack Day, uh, which is a great program that uh, took place this past weekend here in San Francisco. And uh, how many people know what Music Hack Day is already? All right, so a couple of people that might not know um, about it, but most of you do. So I'll do a quick introduction uh, about what Music Hack Day uh, is all about, and then um, we're going to have uh, a group of developers that built amazing hacks uh, come up here and show you some of their work. Um, so at the Echo Nest and all the companies that are involved in Music Hack Day, we believe that developers are crucial to the future of music, um, and part of that is because developers are pushing new ways of experience music, whether, whether it's discovery or new ways that you can immerse yourself in music, and we think that's pretty important because, number one, it's great uh, in terms of discovering artists, but it's also just making uh, users and fans feel that much closer to music, which they're very passionate about. Uh, and we look at developers as kind of new tastemakers um, because they're pushing in different ways that... Um, you know, haven't been seen before. And, uh, and a lot of the companies that participate in Music Hack Day, they make their data available via APIs that are the building blocks uh, for these applications that get built. Um, and so what that means is uh, you've got data, uh, information about artists that can then be turned into amazing, cool, fun, wacky uh, applications. Um, the developers that show up to Music Hack Day, they're not just talking about the future of music, they're out there uh, building it. Um, so it took place this past weekend here in San Francisco at GitHub, and um, the nice thing is that uh, it's no cost to the developers. They can come to Music Hack Day, um, they just have to register, and you know, typically it always sells out because there's a lot of interest here. Um, and it's a 24-hour event where you've got artists, developers, programmers all coming together to build something cool, different, and weird. Um, and I think, you know, the nice thing about it is that you've got all these sponsors that are taking care of resources in terms of uh, space to do the hacking, um, food for the developers, all the different things that go into making a great event. Um, so I thought it would be nice to, to thank them for their support of this event. So when most people think about hacking, they think, oh, what, you know, what's going on? Are people, you know, hacking into the mainframe of government computers, or are they down in their basement doing something? That's not what Music Hack Day is about. What Music Hack Day is about is uh, people learning from each other, getting together, and, you know, you've got a lot of different people that uh, come from different skill sets and have different uh, focuses in terms of what they build, and I think that's kind of why Music Hack Day has been so successful, is because a lot of the people that show up here really look at this as a, a learning experience and something that's a lot of fun, uh, and uh, and get just to just kind of show off their chops with each other. We kind of think of it more of as like a jam session, uh, where different people bring their skills and qualities to the table, and uh, and and then you get something amazing out of that. Um, so the you know, criteria around it, you get 24 hours to build something, and some people, yes, will go that full 24 hours. Um, in the history of Music Hack Day, which has been going on since 2009, we've had over 500 music and tech companies participate. Um, and they're contributing data 
for developers to build that includes things like metadata, events, ticketing, uh, content, whether that's the streaming of the music, uh, video, and then recommendations, playlisting, um, chart data. These are all elements that can be used to build and, you know, some use all of these things or bits and pieces of it uh, to build what, whatever they uh, can dream up. Uh, we've had over 3,000 participants worldwide uh, get involved in Music Hack Day, which you know, we think is great. Um, you'll see things that are built on the hardware side, which you'll see some of that today. You'll see software, whether it's a web app or mobile apps, um, anything as long as it relates to music, and it's all fueled by plenty of pizza, coffee, soda. Um, then you know, there's also workshops that happen here where developers can get a deeper dive into any of the APIs that uh, the sponsoring companies have there if they want to learn a little bit more about it. So I think you know, the key that I really want to make sure everyone understands is that you know, we really look at this as a learning opportunity. Um, it's not a contest. It's not necessarily to build the next uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Vivo. Some people do have commercial aspirations, but at the end of the day, it's really about how people can learn from each other and hopefully build something that you know, we haven't thought of yet. And obviously, not a lot of sleep. Um, hundreds of hacks get submitted. You can check out uh, a lot of stuff that's been submitted for the past hack days over on Hacker League. Um, again, it's not about talking about these things and theorizing, although there is a lot of uh, exchange that goes on back and forth. But at the end of the day, end of the day developers are building fun stuff. So that's great. What happens at the end? Uh, you've got some hacks that don't work. That you know that'll happen, and you know there's no shame in, in the failure side. That's actually expected, um, but it's more about the path that you take to get there. Some people are just building. Uh, hacks for their own personal enjoyment, so we totally encourage that as well. And as I said before, some people are actually building towards a commercial release, which um, you know is, is certainly exciting in its own right, although not the end goal of a Hack Day event. Um, and then there's other collaborations that happen. Uh, some are between developers themselves. Some are between uh, some of the companies uh, that are represented there. So you'll see people like SoundCloud working with people from Songkick to do a better job of uh, integrating their applications together. Um, and hopefully at the end of the day, we're all inspiring each other, whether that's other app developers that are watching from afar, we live stream it, um, or people that are just checking out what gets built on the Hacker League. Um, and then hopefully some recognition as well. Um, MTV has the O Music Awards where they've been giving out an award for the best music hack. Um, so it's nice to get recognized for something weird that you've uh, that you built. Uh, there's a lot of festivals that have been getting involved in this program. So you'll see guys like uh, Outside Lands, Lollapalooza, uh, Bonnaroo, uh, that are all interested in figuring out ways that they can connect with their audience. And they believe that developers are the key to do this as well. Um, and certainly, you know, stuff gets vote, voted up on uh, Hacker News as well. And so it's a fun way for people to kind of get their ideas out there. And um, it's something that, you know, the Echo Nest as well as all the participating companies really believe strongly in. So without any further ado, I'm going to let the developers come up here. And first one is Mix Candy and uh, let them present and show you uh, what they built. Hi, I'm Ching-Wei Chen. Um, I work at Grace Note. And uh, hi, I'm Micah. Um, I'm sort of a full-time artist in San Francisco. Um, and we made Mix Candy. It's um, the combination of um, 
the idea that um, we want to give people like a really interactive, really participatory way to like get into the music and even create music. Um, we started with the um, Grace Note Timeline API to take any arbitrary piece of music and sort of chop it up into individual um, kind of beats, sections. Um, and then we actually just have a way to play back the song, but continuously remix it. Um, and to make it even more interactive and engaging, I combined it with um, uh, this sort of visual feedback so that you kind of get this immediate kind of both visual and auditory sense of having control over your music. But then you can also gradually develop um, kind of a more refined aesthetic. And instead of just playing back the song, you can actually play this like an instrument and create something completely new. So we're going to start easy. So this is a Novation Launchpad. It's 8x8 grid um, MIDI controller. It doesn't have any synth or anything, but it's connected to this computer here. On this computer, everything's running in the browser. We use JavaScript, uh, web MIDI, web audio um, to control, to listen to this, and to play back um, songs. So we've loaded up eight different songs. There are eight songs here and these buttons here, and I can get started playing this song. So what you're seeing here is this is the beginning of the song, this is the end of the song, and um, this is sort of the cursor where we are in the song. It's moving through the song um, from top to bottom. Um, we use the Grace Note Timeline API. It's an experimental API that gives, gives us the beat locations. And so what we did is we actually synced each of these buttons to a particular beat location in the song. So I can skip ahead. So here I am. So I can skip anywhere I want in the song back to the beginning. Um, if I want to try a different song, click on another song. And then you can kind of see, so this is a really easy way to mix up a song. And I'm just sitting here hitting buttons and kind of, oh, that's kind of a cool sound. Keep pressing that. And I get into a groove. And Kind of look around for different song, uh, different samples. Then that's where you kind of start getting into the fun. Um, do you want to talk about the the lights now? Synesthetic. Um, I like creating instruments that engage like multiple senses, your whole body. So um, I, I also work on LED art, and so this is um, kind of a fixture I built a while ago and a controller um, called Fade Candy that you can access either from like processing or C++ or whatever. Um, you can also access it from inside the browser using WebSockets. So we're actually generating all these visuals in JavaScript code, you know, generating all the RGB values, sending them over WebSockets, and that's all synchronized to the song. Um, using the Web Audio API and the uh, uh, the, um, uh, the Timeline API, so um, you can see um, there are sort of these little blobs of color that come out um, at every beat. Um, those actually form unique uh, patterns that are specific to each beat in the song, so they're predictable. You can you know as you learn what sounds are associated with each button, you also learn what light patterns are associated with each button. Um, the backgrounds kind of have like an energy and sort of a um, sort of a color quality that depends on the section of the song they're from. Um, so you can actually kind of have these different kind of spaces that you move through.
play around with it, you kind of find some of the squares have really cool sounds, really cool samples that you can you start building up kind of that sequencer mind. Um, it's a little bit of a memory game, like a memory card game. Uh, next, we have Matt from Magnetic Mesh. Okay, so uh, my name is Matt. I work at Leap Motion, uh, so I made a Leap Motion hack. <laughs> uh, just a really quick uh, update about Leap Motion. We just we came up with the new skeletal tracking uh, recently, in, and it's in beta right now. So um, I don't know if you guys used it before, but before it only tracked fingertips and uh, palm positions, but now we get, like, full hand tracking. And when you, like, turn your hand over, it doesn't, like, lose stuff. And you can get more complicated gestures, like pinching and grabbing and other things like that. So um, I used some of this to create a hack um, that I'm about to show you. Uh, so visualizers, like music visualizers, are pretty cool. Uh, but sometimes you... It's, it's, a, it's more of a consumption um, Sometimes you want to like interact with it and like create maybe create something yourself. So I made an interactive music visualizer, and I'll just show it to you. Okay, so So what's going on is this, I created this mesh that um, you kind of deform with your hands and it flashes to the beats. Um, and when you pinch, it creates a gravitational field that pulls the mesh towards, your, towards where you're pinching. And so you can create these kind of fun patterns um, by throwing things around. I'm just, is this okay if I just play it for you for all of it? So uh, a little bit of how, about how it works is um, there's two modes. I, had, I fixed a bug since the hackathon, so this uh, this like little flash, this little trailer mode is uh, has been fixed since then. But it's a it's a grid of particles, and they flash to the beat, and they are all connected through springs. So when I pull one of the uh, 
one of the particles towards me, it pulls the next particle along, and so I get this like fluid and uh, kind of cloth type thing. So because so the cloth is connected with fabric, and so I have simulate that with particles connected through springs, um, and then the gravitational fields um, that it, with my pinching. Uh, creates these kind of explosions because it gets sucked toward the pinching and then it gets flipped on the other side. So it creates these weird uh, kind of like <laughs> there's no really technical term. It's just <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this will be available on our examples page soon um, once I clean it up a little bit um, and make it readable so people can actually use it. Um, on at uh, developer.leapmotion.com. Um, yeah, so that's all I got. So, uh, <laughs> all right, next up is Colin from Gimme Playlist and Harrison. And Harrison, all right. Cool. Hi, I'm Colin. This is Harrison. So, we made Give Me Playlist. It's kind of got that real primal sound because Give Me A Playlist was already taken on Twitter. We sort of uh, had an idea coming into it, but we, didn't, we hadn't started on anything, um, so we knew we had 24 hours to go in. And I, uh, I guess, I guess the, the sort of the problem we wanted to solve was that there's a lot of services out there right now that will give you a playlist and recommend you a playlist, but it's almost exclusively based on your like, listening history and then the artist that you seed it with or the song or the genre. And uh, we wanted to have something that was maybe a little more contextually aware um, something that kind of knew what was going on with your mood or, you know, what was going on in the location where you were. And um, we've built Twitter bots before. This is actually our second Twitter bot we built. And, but we find Twitter to be a really engaging platform and their API to be very good. Um, and so Harrison will actually demo it real quick. So we have this um, Twitter account that's Give Me Playlist. And actually, you are welcome during any time in this demo and after as well, preferably um, both. Uh, to tweet at give me playlist and you can tweet it in artist name is uh, what it takes um, and so Harrison's going to tweet his favorite artist Justin Timberlake and so you can see it appears over here and then he should get a notification that will return the playlist back to him and so there it is and then the playlist appears over here um, and so kind of what we did is so we take this tweet and it gives us the artist and then we parse that artist out of the tweet, and then we uh, sort of run it through a bunch of APIs, and then we return this playlist back to you. But what it's doing is uh, the first thing we do is we actually grab your previous 10 tweets, and then we uh, try and gauge what your mood has been based on what those tweets contained. Um, and then we also grab your geolocation that's encoded in every tweet you send, and then we get the current weather at your location. Then the Echo Nest playlist API gives you a ton of options for generating playlists, including danceability, energy, and uh, valence, which is kind of the happiness or relative sadness of a song. And so we take that sentiment score that we were able to get from your previous 10 tweets, normalize that in a 1 to 0, and we plug that into the playlist generator to try and get a happier playlist if you've been happier, or a sadder playlist if you've been more bummed out. Then we also take the... Uh, the weather to try and determine, you know, if it's sunny, maybe you want something that's more danceable, but maybe a little lower energy. Whereas if it's raining, you know, that's a lot of energy going on, but you're not really feeling like dancing because you're running through the rain. Um, and so we kind of have all these different tweaks that you can plug into it. Um, and then it returns this, hopefully, contextual playlist for how you've been feeling. Uh, 
Um, and so you can tweet at an artist and it'll return you a playlist. Oh, and we also organize um, the Echo Nest API gives you a what's called a hotness ranking. And so it, it'll change, you know, this week, you know, the artists and songs that, that Echo Nest may think are hot are going to be different week to week. And so ideally, you know, when you run this, you're never going to get the same playlist twice, even if you're doing the same artist. So we also we get the weather from uh, forecast.io has a really great API. And so that's how we are able to get the weather from where you are. Although if you don't have geolocation on your tweets, we default to you being in San Francisco, which means fog and rain are very common weather settings. So uh, yeah, that's that's what we built. The entire thing is built in uh, in Meteor. Um, I don't know if, if everybody's familiar with Meteor, but it, it's a so uh, we, we we love Meteor for everything, and so it, this made for a very clean interface, and it's hosted on Mongo. Um, so. The, the Twitter handle to tweet at? Yeah, sure. So, yeah. And then they, the nice thing about Twitter, too, uh, we, you know, we sort of also wanted to make this like a social thing. And so if you can follow the account, you see what other people are tweeting in and you see the playlists that they've been receiving. And so it's kind of a neat thing. And, you know, almost a fun thing that we've had fun doing is as friends will tweet in, we listen to the playlist and we try and say, oh, okay, is, uh, is Rosie been happy lately or has she been bummed out? Um, and so... You know, the one we we definitely learned a few things like the trying to determine exactly the valence and the danceability, all those kind of different knobs that you can turn to like adjust the playlist is really tricky. You know, if we spend more time on it, we try and do that even more. Um, originally, we had planned on using uh, the mood tags that Echo Nest provides. You can also basically look for moods, but moods are based purely on artists. And so the nice thing about valence um, is it actually gives you on a song by song an individual score. Um, so it's really cool. Uh, we had a lot of fun working with all the APIs. Um, Twitter's API especially, we uh, actually use both the stream API, which is how we're able to sit and sort of listen for tweets and to give me playlists. And then we also use their um, REST API, and that's what we use to send the tweet. Um, the first time when we ran it, the, uh, really the only change that we made since we finished it on Sunday was uh, immediately after the demo, the account got suspended for sending too many at replies in a short time period. But uh, we, we uh, made some adjustments, and so I think that won't be an issue anymore. So, all right, thank you. So, uh, yeah, this is our last uh, hack is uh, the Leap J dancers. <laughs> I might have gotten that name wrong, but uh, they are. I'll let them introduce themselves. Thank you. Okay, thanks for coming out, guys. We are the LeapJ team, and the app we're going to demo for you is um, kind of brainchild of a four-day sprint of lots of crazy web technologies and gesture technologies. So without further ado, um, I kind of want to get right to it. So in front of me is just a laptop running Chrome, and I have one of these Leap Motions, which I'll put up here so you guys can see it. And just a small disclaimer, this, uh, we've mixed some music for this demo, um, which may contain some adult content. So uh, please watch your children or something. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and log into our app and start demoing the functionality. And then my team here will go ahead and show you some of the cool features. And afterwards, we'll have you guys come up and play with it too, if you like. Okay, so I'll put my name in. And we are at Music Tech. 
begin. So, audio. We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> we are okay. We so, are one second. Get that out. We are We are We are and I'm actually controlling the game. You can see my name on right. So my name right. VI, double G I E. Iced out, lights out. You can see the Leo. Getting head for some chick, he knows. See, it's all about So now I'll hand it over to Joseph and he'll demo some of our filters. For the weather, women. And the weed, sticky green. some more people in the room. There we go. So Nate's in the room. He's going to demo another filter. This is our phaser filter. Okay, so now we'll uh, we'll try. We'll make an attempt to play together now. Hopefully, it sounds all right. Yeah, I'll refresh it, and uh, we'll start from the beginning. <laughs> How do you guys like it? Hopefully, it's not too weird. Welcome, San Francisco Music Tech Summit. We'll do it live. Fuck it. <laughs> so I'll control the melody in the bottom left. <laughs> That's basically it. So, uh, would anybody like to uh, come up and try it?
Welcome to San Francisco Music Tech Summit. Oh, do it live! Fuck it! Hey, yeah. So up and right is like high high filter. Yeah. Uh, while he's playing it, I can uh, I can answer any questions if you guys like. Cool. So uh, many thanks to these guys and all the um, the developers that came here today, and uh, we had over forty. Yeah. We had about 40 hacks that were built at uh, Music Hack Day this past weekend in San Francisco. Um, these events are happening all throughout the year, so if your company has an API and you want to get involved or you're a developer and you want to get involved, um, you know, just let us know. There's contact information on the website. And, uh, again, thanks to, to the uh, developers who came here today and uh, showed us some of the awesome stuff they made. That was great. Thanks a lot. <laughs>